Welcome to GA Realcast, supported by the Georgia Realtors. I'm your host, Maura Neal, and this week we have a very special episode for you dedicated to advocacy and our Realtor Days at the Dome. Coming up March 3rd and 4th, 2020. Last part, it's open to all Georgia Realtors and it's free, but you do have to register. You can find the registration link by going to our show notes at garealcast.com. Or of course, you can go to the Georgia Realtors website, garealtor.com, and search If you haven't attended the Georgia Realtors Days at the Dome event in the past, you might be wondering what it is and what to expect. We're going to cover all of that with Jeff in just a few moments. This very special two-day event includes training on Realtor Party objectives, choosing Realtor champions, RPAC fundraising tips, including our first-ever Georgia Realtors statewide RPAC auction during the Days at the Dome, And then, of course, it culminates in a full day of visiting the Capitol, meeting with our legislators, and a wrap-up lunch with very special guest speakers. The best part? It's open to all Georgia Realtors, and it's free. But you do have to register. You can find the registration link by going to our show notes at garealcast.com. Or, of course, you can go to the Georgia Realtors website, garealtor.com, and search Realtor Days at the Dome under the Events tab. So I'm here on location at the Georgia Capitol with our GAR Chief Advocacy Officer, Jeff Ledford, today. And we are busily preparing for Realtor Days at the Dome. Jeff, thank you so much for taking some time. Hey, thanks for sitting down with me. This is great. Yeah, I'm so excited. So obviously the legislature's in session, which is why you're spending all your days and nights here lately. (laughs) Uh, But we are getting ready for Realtor Days at the Dome, March 3rd and 4th. Tell me a little bit about kind of a 30,000 foot view. What can our Realtor members expect in a couple weeks? Sure, yeah. So the first day is designed to be the training day. And it is aimed at primarily uh, board presidents, uh, government affairs folks, uh, the local boards, uh, AEs, or really just anybody that's interested in, in that side of things and being a little more involved. Um, we're expecting to do um, some training on uh, selecting uh, candidates, and that could be your local candidates or recommendations you have for, you know, anybody's state house and uh, and uh, you know and, and down from there. Um, the the program we're going to do is really how to focus on not someone because they are a certain party. You know, we are the realtor party, and not someone because just because you've known them, but how to really look at this is going to be the best for uh, the realtor perspective. Um, addition, in addition to that, we're going to be focusing on some, some uh, new approaches to fundraising, how to make it a little more vibrant and exciting. Uh, and then uh, kind of launching off from that, uh, that night we're going to have our first statewide fundraiser that occurs during Days at the Dome. So tell me a little bit more about the, the RPAC fundraiser because this is the first time, as you said, that we've done this as part of our legislative days, our Days at the Dome. Maybe even some of the attendees won't have been to a pack fundraiser if sure. they don't have one at their local level. So right. let's talk about it. That's 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 the big intent with this is we draw a big crowd. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and this will be the night before uh, the day we're at the Capitol, and so it's going to be at Masquerade, which is at Underground Atlanta. Fun. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be a live auction and a silent auction. There's going to be some amazing barbecue. And uh, it, it should just be a good fun event. It's $25 ahead to get in, so no reason not to go. You, you got to eat and you got to have some fun the night before. And that $25 that goes Straight toward to your RPAC. RPAC. That's yep. fantastic. Yep. All right, so day one is a great training program with our evening event and the RPAC fundraiser yep. and networking event. 
Let's talk a little bit about day two. What's the basic structure for the day? Because I know some people will be coming down solely for day two. So what right. can they expect? So, uh, yeah, day two is the real, the real heart of what we're doing. Uh, that's when the bulk of folks uh, are, are involved. And uh, we typically see numbers that are in the, you know, the upper hundreds. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we break 1,000 or you know, 900 and something. Um, but we are, we are one of the largest uh, groups down here. We are the largest trade association that shows up you know, in, in this level. Uh, it's it's an exciting day. It starts early in the morning, around eight o'clock is when we start serving breakfast, and uh, we we give everybody kind of their uh, their overview of what the day will look like in about fifteen minutes, and then everybody begins their launch up to the Capitol. Um, we will have talking points. Now, um, you could ask me a week out what our talking points are going to be, and I may not be able to lock it down that tight because things move fast here, right. unlike in D.C. where we know what the issues are going to be. Uh, a month or two ahead of time, um, we can have bills that drop on day one, and three days later, we're dealing with them uh, in the in the chamber. And uh, you know, so it's it's really something where we're going to be looking at it much closer to the day of. Uh, but generally speaking, what I can tell you is it's going to be something uh, that does involve property rights. If you were to ask me right now, uh, probably going to be looking at our short-term rental bill. Uh, the heart of that really is. Uh, not getting into the ins and outs of people's preferences on, you know, what they think it should be or not. Uh, but it's really the individual right of someone to use their property uh, for the, the, the full bundle of rights. The right to enjoy your property, the right to sell your property, the right to rent your property. Sure. Um, so that's going to be one of the issues. We also have been dealing with uh, the design issue uh, where we're looking at to what extent can local government and should local government be able to dictate, um, you know, again, what you're doing with your private property. Obviously, there are health and safety concerns. Um, that's not what we're looking at in either one of these. Uh, but it gets back to, you know, the rights someone has when they own property. Right, right. So hypothetically, if I'm a first-time attendee, mm -hmm. whether I'm a brand-new realtor or I'm a veteran and I just haven't ever made it down for legislative days before, yeah. what should I expect and anticipate, but also what should be my main goals when I'm spending my day down here at the Capitol? Yeah, I, I would say your main goal is to absorb everything that's going on. Uh, this is, this is uh, you know, this is kind of like a civics course on steroids. Right. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun. You got everybody down here that is wearing their blue and, uh, you know, it's clear the number of realtors that we have here. So your typical group uh, that comes down, your typical trade association might have 20 or 30 folks. Uh, we're bringing, like I said, in the hundreds. And so it is It is known well ahead of time by everybody down here that this is the day the realtors are coming in. Um, we it's are like the, Paul Revere, the realtors it, are coming. Yeah, so we are, we are the largest trade association and, um, you know, one of the most uh, powerful and influential trade associations. So take pride in that. And this is the day to really show that. Um, and we will typically have uh, two to three talking points, something that you can really zero in with who you're talking to, uh, your, your members uh, in the House and your, your senators, um, about what is of concern to the realtors. Now, this year we're expecting to... Uh, have a little better targeting. So in the past, you had one page that told you exactly what the issues you were to talk about, and uh, it had the talking points on that one page. 
um, we we hope they're going to have a little more targeting so that you're not talking to a House member about a bill that passed two weeks ago. Instead, you're talking to a House member about what's before them right now. Um, so the way that works, and this kind of takes you back to the you know the schoolhouse rock days, but a bill has to pass both chambers. So if it starts in the House, it has to pass through the, the committee and then go to the floor, voted on in the House, and then it starts all back over when it goes to the Senate, through committee and then onto the floor and voted on. So it could be a House bill that's in the Senate that we're working on. It could be a Senate bill that's in the House, or it could be vice versa. Uh, it could just be a House bill that's still in the House. Regardless, uh, we will have the, the hot points of those days uh, as part of the talking points that each member is given. Great, great. And you mentioned already briefly the short-term rental bill yeah. and the building and construction materials. What's right. an update? Because I know this is the hot topic on a lot of people's minds on the HOA sure. letter fees. Sure. Well, the latest we have on that, uh, so far there are 12 of the HOA management companies that have uh, signed final agreements with the Department of Law indicating that they will not collect more than $10 to provide that letter. So uh, we, we have copies of those, and we can be, uh, we hopefully will be getting some of those distributed out, but we'll definitely be talking about that uh, to our members on that day because this is something that the law was correct with what we were starting with. Uh, so we, we now uh, look at it as we have the upper hand in that because the, 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 the hinge point was that letter. And that letter now, we have the agreement of most of these companies that they should not have been charging more than $10, and they have agreed to not do that moving forward. That's fantastic. What about some of the junk fees that were attached, though, like the sure. convenience fee and the Internet fee? Sure. Uh, those can no longer be bundled with that. So, uh, you know, if I'm going to charge you a convenience fee, great, but I can't not give you the letter. So it's, it's really kind of a moot point on that particular issue. Now, sure. some of the other fees that are legitimate fees... Uh, whether it is initiation fees, whether it is buying a, a pool fob, wh whatever it may be. Of course. Those are still uh, left to the market and for negotiation. Uh, what we hope is that we don't see egregious behavior uh, shifting to that. If that's the case, then, then obviously, uh, you know, we reserve the right to go back with, uh, you know, addressing it in uh, legislation or however, however it may be. Uh, but for right now, when we saw those final orders, now the first of those came out the week of Christmas uh, for public inspection. So uh, just got the last batch of them about a week ago. So uh, hopefully in the near future, you're going to be seeing changes in the behavior and the charges you see. That's fantastic news. Thank you for that update. To get us a little bit back on topic. I know you and I have a tendency to go off on tangents. We do. Together. Are you serious? It's no. fantastic. <laughs> That's great. But um, looking back at Day two again. Sure. So we have our breakfast and our and our updates, and then we come over to the Capitol with our local association sure, groups, yeah. meet with hopefully uh, representatives from the House and senators. But then we go back over to the freight depot because there's lunch, which, you know, we got to feed those realtors. Yeah, yeah. And um, what happens, though, at lunch? Because that's an exciting part of the day as well. Sure, yeah. Well, lunch is always an exciting day down at the Capitol. Uh, you know, that's when, when a lot of things really happen. Uh, but it's... Uh, what you're going to see is you go back to the uh, back to the depot. Um, don't know who our speakers are going to be just yet because we though we have invites out, uh, things can change and rapidly change. If you've been to one of these in the past, you might have seen that we have 
three people lined up, and none of those are able to come over. But we end up with other other folks, and they're all going to be interesting and be able to talk on a on on topic with us. So, last year we had some floor leaders from the governor's office. Uh, in the past, we've had the governor, we've had majority leaders, uh, minority leaders, uh, all across the spectrum. But we're going to have some people talking to you at lunchtime. Um, expect to spend. Um, I think lunch is going to start about one or so. One or uh, should go from about one to about two thirty, and and in that time frame, uh, we're going to get everybody fed, but also everybody you know updated on the current events of the day, and that's what uh, is probably going to be the most exciting part of it. And that's really a great wrap up to the two days yeah. because I feel like that's the moment where it all sort of comes back together, and right, you get some some closure for lack of a better word of all the work that you've put in over the previous day and a half right right and so the the you know the the big point just kind of wrap it up of uh the days at the dome um no legislator is going to be hearing the talking points for the first time these are going to be things that they know this is our stance on it however what they are going to be getting is the numbers so when they have a show of force of that many realtors from their district with that level of concern of something, it shows them it's that important. Uh, so the, what you're doing is invaluable. Uh, like I said before, we're the largest group down here, and our biggest strength is you, our members. And uh, that's really where it comes, and you know, kind of the rubber meets the road, and they see those numbers and are reminded you are in their district. So enjoy it. Come down. You know, this is uh, this is civics in action, and uh, and and after all that, then you got lunch. And it is, as you said, one of the biggest days here because they all know we're coming. Yeah. We're this sea of blue that comes yeah. marching up the steps and waiting in line to get in. You mentioned earlier it's not partisan. Right. We are known um, from the national level on down as the realtor party. Right. When you're talking to, on a day-to-day level, when you and your team are down here talking to our legislators, how do you explain the realtor party to them? Because... Internally, we know what it is, but yeah. we need to make sure that they understand the power that's behind that. Sure. I mean, they, uh, I think they get it. Uh, they understand. You know, our concerns are, are for property and for folks uh, having a roof over their head. Uh, you know, being able to have a property they own, uh, some place to live where they're proud of what they have. You know, it's not about houses. It's about homes. And, and I think that's one of the key things that... When I'm down here, I hear a lot from legislators that they are impressed that we're not there, like most groups, to speak on our bottom line of what makes us the next dollar. We're there for the folks that we deal with, uh, that you deal with. Um, You know, if someone is allowed to do something with their property or not, doesn't necessarily affect the transaction you're involved with today. It affects the ability of those transactions to have value to the people that that you represent, and so take pride in that. That's what impresses most of the uh, the folks down here, the senators, the representatives, is that you are there not for yourselves, but for those that you represent. And so I think that really conveys who we are to them. Um, you know, they seek out whenever there is something that, in their minds, they think we would have an interest in. Um, you know, they seek us out and that's, you know, Republican, Democrat doesn't matter. Uh, in fact, again, most of the issues we have, it's really hard to draw a a party line on it, uh, because it affects everybody, you know, not just Republicans have houses, not just Democrats have houses. Everyone does. 
right? And I think it's an important distinction to when I speak to other realtors who may not have a broad experience with the realtor party or with our pack, what, right. again, whether they're new or they're veteran, I like to make the point that we are the only trade association at any level that yeah. we don't just lobby for our interests within the industry. Right. We lobby for everyone's interests who does, has ever, or will ever own property. Right, right. And, and I think that's, you know, again, if you look back through the years of, uh, you know, last hundred years, let's say, uh, Georgia, you know, it's not always been this party or that party. Um, it's been about issues. And in fact, Georgia had a long tradition of many years of, you know, there being divides of uh, not just Republican, Democrat, but sometimes it was rural, urban. Sometimes it was, you know, just in any particular issue, you, you find a lot more uh, cooperation between crossing party lines than you do right now, especially at the federal level. Uh, so that's something kind of uh, kind of unique to the states, and we like to you know be proud of that in Georgia. But um, you know, it is something where we have members, realtor members, in both chambers and in both parties, and you know they they work together on issues. Uh, they work with us. We have people that are not realtors but get private property rights on both sides of the aisle and in both chambers, and they work with us. They come to us on issues. And they know the importance of having the realtors behind one of their proposals if they want to see it passed and uh, and get through. And what good news for our state, especially in the current political climate, that your perspective is what we want to hear, which is they can reach across the aisle. Oh, yeah. They can discuss the issues. And, and again, like you said, it's not just Republican, Democrat. It's rural and urban. It's yeah. There are so many other factions that can come into play, but they're all w working more in a spirit of cooperation than what we're seeing elsewhere. Yeah. In fact, it's not uncommon for our bills uh, to have signers from both parties. Uh, it's not always going to be the case, but we've, we've had situations where we've had people fighting to be the, the top names on a bill because it's our bill and they want to, you know, they want to show that it's bipartisan. Um, you know, that's something definitely to be proud of. And it's something that, um, you know, we like to think, especially with the realtors, that's something that we're known for down here. So, as I said, we're here at the Capitol and we were just joined by a group that asked if you are a lobbyist and they've asked what you're advocating for. Who are you here with? Um, we're with Teen Pact. It's a government camp um, based out of Atlanta. So it's a government camp based out of here in Atlanta. Yep. So Jeff, tell them a little bit sure, about yeah. what you're... Uh, basically, I'm with the Georgia Realtors, and uh, our main uh, concern is private property rights. Are you like in session today? We, we are in session today. Uh, we've been in adjournment for about a little over a week, and so this is the first day back. So it's kind of, a, kind of an exciting day. How long do sessions uh, usually last for you? Sure. Uh, well, they're, they're 40 days by law. And uh, they generally go for about the first three-plus months. So usually end in March, but can go into April. Tell them a little bit maybe about when we are lobbying for the realtors. You mentioned private property rights and homeownership. What are some of right. the issues that we face in our industry? Sure. A, a lot of it comes to restrictions that are placed on homeowners, uh, things like what you're allowed to do with your house. Uh, you know, if you want to build a house made of wood and they say, no, it needs to be made of brick, local government, that's one of the issues we're looking at is, you know, more control over what you do with your own property. And do you feel like that's right? Uh, yes, yes. That's why I enjoy working here because I feel good about what we do. How do you decide what you advocate for? 
Um, our members do that. We have about 40,000 plus members. And whenever we look at an issue, we, we're monitoring anything that appears to come within that realm. Uh, we take it back to a committee of our members and they make the final call on whether we are for it, against it, and how much so. So I assume you have a background in um, real estate? Uh, actually, uh, I, I used to be the real estate commissioner a few governors back. Uh, but I've been down here for about a uh, little over 25 years now. So, uh, in, in different capacities. Some of it was real estate commissioner. Some of it was different agencies I was with. But most recently, it's with the uh, Georgia Realtors. And what made you uh, want to get into being a lobbyist? Just uh, enjoy problem solving. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever disagree with that? Uh, I mean, you know, there, there's always going to be issues where you may think it's going to go one way. And you you take it back to the group, and they say, well, "Here's how we see it." So that's your job is to carry it that way. But what I look at is that that's me getting the information from the people that it affects. And so um, it's not so much I disagree; it's just I may not have seen that at first until until they discuss it and come up with the the way we're going to move forward on it. Thank you. All right. Thank, Thank you. So you. Yeah. Nice to meet you. All right. Good luck today. Thank All right. You. Well, that was exciting. We have had a chance to talk about our days at the Dome. We got to meet some young future lobbyists. Does that happen often when you're down here at the Capitol? Uh, yeah, periodically. Any From one day to the next, you never know the groups that are going to be down here. Um, so uh, periodically, there'll be some young young kids that come around, and they have their questionnaires. And uh, this particular group sounds like they're with a, uh, a local camp. Uh, this is, I think, winter break for some of the schools. So that's probably why. Uh, but it's a lot of fun to answer the questions because it's piquing their interest in something. And, you know, one of those kids may be somebody we see down here. Uh, I've seen a lot of people come through that start off, they've uh, either paged or done something like that. And uh, they end up being somebody that is one of your colleagues then. And they had really great questions. They seemed yeah. really well prepared, really interested. Looking at, at them and the questions that they ask and then our industry as a whole and the direction we're going, what do you see as the future for real estate and for the lobbyists that we sure, use? Yeah. I, I, think, I think one of the best things about real estate is if you look back for the past hundred years, uh, every decade's been different. You know, What are the issues that are affecting real estate in that decade? Or really just how has the practice of real estate changed? And, and it grows. It changes. The needs are always there. Um, you know, it's a complex, it's a complex issue when you're looking at the sale of real property, uh, the leasing of real property. Anything that has to do with real property is not something that people deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. And so, our members are the people that that help people be comfortable through that process. They guide them through their, uh, I guess you could say, the Sherpa through that process for a lot of folks. And so that's, you know, that's the real value. Of, of someone having a realtor and if you were to look back you know 10 years ago 20 years ago 50 years ago um, there was still a need but the need might have been for a different reason it might have been the data that was available to them mm -hmm. and so I think one of the the really fascinating things is to look to see how the industry constantly is adapting and growing and so that keeps my job fun because um, as I mentioned to those kids what I may perceive the issue to be when I take it back to our members and I get their take on it, I'm always impressed at how many, how many deeper facets there are to look at, and that really forms the policy we move forward with. Fantastic, and how ironic that you mentioned the past 100 years, because happy 100th anniversary hey, of GAR. Happy, 100, happy 100th to you as well. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jeff. Have a great day. All right.
information and a registration link for Georgia Realtors Days at the Dome. And for links to all of our episodes, you can visit our show notes at garealcast.com. And please remember to subscribe and rate us. Apparently, it helps others to find us. Have a great one.